was Kevin murdered? Who was responsible? How did this story rock the music industry? Find out the true story through the eyes of the sole survivor, Sammy Sadler, of what became known as the infamous murder on Music Row. In the new book, A Hit with a Bullet, author Sammy Sadler gives us an insight to the underbelly of the Nashville music world, a story of corruption, greed, and murder on Music Row. And Sammy joins me right now. Good morning, Sammy. Hey, Jeff. How are you this morning? I'm doing well this morning. Thank you for talking to me. Uh, Your new book, A Hit with a Bullet, you know, I've never heard about this story before, but it's got everything that seems too hard to believe. You know, it's got murder, corruption, greed. So for those of us who don't know your story, so tell us what happened that night. Well, uh, the story, uh, uh, Jeff, is it's, it's called The Murder on Music Row, and it, it went out around the world as a murder on Music Row when it happened. Uh, my friend Kevin Hughes was a chart manager at the time for Cashbox Magazine uh, in Nashville for the Country Division, which was a rivalry to Billboard Magazine. And Kevin and I uh, just happened to become friends for about seven or eight months. And uh, the night that, that all of this happened, uh, I just, it's just a coincidence that I really even uh, saw him because I didn't know I was even going to see him that night. Uh, my wife at the time, uh, I was married, we'd gotten a little spit spat and I wanted to get out of the house and just get away, really. And so I picked up the phone to call Kevin and I called down to Cashbox where it was a Thursday night and everybody that knew Kevin was probably working late, trying to compile the charts to get ready to come out the next day. So whenever I called, the phone just rang and rang and rang, and uh, I didn't think anybody was there, and I started to hang up, and I thought I heard somebody say hello, and I brought the phone back up to my ear, and it was Kevin, and I just asked him what he was doing. He said, I'm still here working. I said, well, hey, I'm going to come see you if that's okay, and he said, yeah, come on down. I'll leave the door open for you. So I get down there, and he's on the telephone when I walk in, and so I wait for him to get off the phone, and uh, he gets off, and so we take off and go get something to eat. And on the way back, uh, we stop at my record company's office. I, it just popped in my head to stop by there to use a telephone because back in those days, we didn't have cell phones or anything. We just had landlines. So we stopped and, and uh, used the phone, and while we were there, uh, something rattled the front door, and uh, Kevin got up off the couch and went out and looked and came back in, and I was still on the phone talking to my parents, and I said, what was it? He said, I really don't know. He said, it, it looked like a black guy maybe walking down the street, but I really couldn't tell because of the lighting. So I got off the phone with my parents and told them I'd call them tomorrow or whatever. And Kevin and I walked outside and walked out front on the record company's office, and we looked down the uh, street on 16th Avenue and looked around. We didn't see anything, so we started walking across the street to get back in Kevin's car. And I sat down and started to shut the door, and I caught something moving out of the right side corner of my eye and when I looked up the guy's between me and the door and all I saw was his arm straight out with a gun and I said oh my god this guy's got a gun and I threw my arms up to cover my head and that's when he shot and shot me and they said Kevin did a barrel roll uh, out into 16th Avenue and started running back up the street the guy went after him and shot him and I think hit him once or twice in the back and then uh, Kevin fell and they said that they stood over him shot him twice in the back of the head. Now, I'm sure you've gone over that night a thousand times in your head over the past couple decades. It's just, after hearing the the facts of the case, it's hard to believe you were ever considered a suspect. How is that possible? Well, you know, uh, Jeff, I, I really don't know either. Uh, you know, I was shot and left for dead, and I'm sitting there. Uh, obviously, I didn't know how bad I was hurt that night. But, uh, you know, yeah, I, I for 13 years, for 13 long years, uh, they treated me like a suspect, and uh 
They wouldn't tell me anything. They wouldn't tell my family anything. Uh, over the years, uh, my, my mom and dad tried to call the police uh, to find out what was going on, where, where the case was. Have they found out anything? They wouldn't give us any information. Uh, so I had to live 13 years of my life, uh, really basically all the way up uh, until the trial, uh, feeling like a suspect and, and looking over my shoulder. Uh, and that's uh, very hard to do um, when somebody won't cooperate with you or give you any information. You know, I went and took a lie detector test. I went and got hypnotized. I did everything the police asked me to do. I didn't tell them any more, anything any different than I told them from day one. I think the only thing I told them different whenever they hypnotized me was the guy I had on a heavier jacket, and that's the only thing I ever told them any different than what I told them from day one. And there were five suspects that night or five people that were down on the row uh, that saw this happen, and they couldn't tell me more than what I told them. Now, in your new book, Chronicling All Those Events, I Hit With a Bullet, uh, you've been trying to write this book for a decade. Uh, what breakthroughs have happened in the case since then? You know, I, I think I think what ended up uh, solving the case uh, was uh, an informant uh, that uh, ended up coming forth and getting a hold of them um, and telling them that uh, Richard D'Antonio uh, had come down to his place and bought a gun and went out into the back of his yard and fired uh, the pistol and test fired everything. And they took uh, some forensic uh, scientists, uh, to my understanding, and went down and dug bullets out of the trees and dug bullets out of the ground and ended up one of those bullets or two of those bullets or something ended up matching the bullet in Kevin. And that's how they uh, solved the case. Well, Sam, you've been through an ordeal. I mean, truth is stranger than fiction. Uh, when you have a chance, come out and visit us in Las Vegas, though. Take it easy, you know, and relax. And also, I saw your video in America. You're very talented. Man, I appreciate it. I'll take you up on that. And, uh, Jeff, thank you for having us on uh, the program today and, and sharing our story with the people. The book comes out today, May 21st. You can get it on my website at sammysadler.com, amazon.com, or Indigo, Indigo River Pub. And uh, we appreciate uh, you taking the time to talk with us. All right, A Hit With a Bullet is in bookstores right now. You can catch it on Amazon or anywhere fine books are sold. And uh, Sammy Sadler's story is truly incredible. And uh, truth is stranger than fiction. For more reviews and interviews, just surf on over to my website at VegasFilmCritic.com. Check me out on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I'm Jeffrey K. Howard in Las Vegas. Thank you for joining me. I'll see you next time.